Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. Oh, daddy. <laughs> Plant daddy Roxy. <laughs> are you ready? Yeah. Fuck it, let's go. Three, two, one. Hi, everybody. I'm Roxy. And I'm Priska. And we are the, the two, two horny ghosts. We're just two horny goats climbing the mountain of life, eating Asian American stereotypes for breakfast. Did you miss us? I missed us. I missed us. I missed us so much. I miss it so much to the point where I don't remember that Prisca and Abe have an AC unit inside their fucking <laughs> studio. And I'm just like, was that there? It's been too long. It's been too long. Um, we are here to do a little catch up episode to let you know that we are still alive. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I would be wondering where we yeah. have been too, because we, we were just like, we're coming back in fall. We're coming back. And then, uh, JK. JK. <laughs> and then we kind of got busy. Roxy was out of the country. Mm-hmm. Country for mm-hmm. a month. You went on tour with your friend Jane Louie. Yeah, went on a little tour with Jane Louie as her yeah. little social meds person. Love so that, that was fun. And then uh, was super burnt out all of September. <laughs> yeah. It was great. <laughs> and now we're in October. Where the fuck did the time oh my go? God. Yeah. So we just want to pop in here and be like, you know, your besties are still here. We're yeah. not going anywhere. <laughs> But we are gearing up for saison four. Oh my gosh! Can you believe? No, I, I literally can't. can't. <laughs> our little baby, our little baby podcast. It turned two in August. That's wild. That's so wild. And I, I'm really excited to dive back in into those really juicy topics that yeah. we've had as yeah. well, yeah. and maybe even take them up another notch, level two, level three, a little nuance. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of those topics that we had, we were just scratching the surface of. You oh, one hundred percent. It was just like the very tippy tippy top of a huge iceberg. You know, so we have that coming for y'all guys so don't worry but first of all Prisca yeah tell the people where you've been okay where have I been so let's talk about summer because it was summer loving (laughs) um I I went out on tour with uh Jane Louie Mm -hmm. and uh Abe was playing drums for her love that baby. (laughs) yes and we had our little friend Tim uh who we met through this tour who was playing bass and he's just the cutest human of all time if you're up in Seattle he plays in every band up there so you will see him if you go see live music and he's just the sweetest person of all time so it made the tour were super fun uh-huh. we were in um one of the like kind of like a tour van uh-huh. and it was a sprinter uh-huh. a mercedes van sprinter um and it was like great we drove up the coast all the way to seattle and then came down and did a big finale show in la and i was the merch girl um and i feel like i learned a lot just being around jane and um it was weird though because you know we've all been in like covid land yeah yeah uh, to be around people 24 7 was kind of overwhelming at i'm first. sure yeah. yeah and also tell me a little bit about like and share with the people okay. like going on tour in terms of like an indie group yeah like what is that like and how long does it entail like is it like normal tours for like labels and management do you do a lot of your own Great you question. know out of your pocket stuff like it sounds very ragtag, you know yes, what I mean? And yeah. what, what are some of those difficulties and beautiful moments like? Yeah, no, great question. I think the thing I love about Jane, and she goes by Soraya uh, mm-hmm. for her stage name, thing I love about her is that she's very DIY. Um, and that's, you know, I think as indie artists, that can be pros and cons because it's like... Y- I don't know. You become so self-reliant that Mm -hmm. you're not always plugged into the system. But, you know, either way, she did. I was so impressed. She 
she kind of managed everything from beginning to end. Uh-huh. Um, for the finale show in L.A., she did have someone design her lights. She did have her cousin come in to stage manage. She did have her whole like it's a it takes a village kind of come out to do that finale that show. That was a huge show. It that was finale massive. show. Yeah, it was yeah. like sold out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it was outdoors and it was great. And yeah, it was sold out. Um, and we sold so many tickets and T-shirts and it was awesome. The whole community came out. Um, but on the road, so all the shows prior to that were super ragtag. I remember yeah. we uh, packed up the Sprinter and it uh-huh. was like it took an hour and a half, two hours to like get everything in there. And then we drove up straight to um, San Francisco and that night had show whoa and literally you know it's it's jane abe and tim and me that's it and we get to the venue in sf Mm -hmm. and of course it's downstairs like down a rickety set of stairs so they had to carry all their gear and equipment by themselves down this like very like hunto like very like narrow steep set of like it was almost like walking down into a ship you Uh know so that's kind of what it was like and then and then after the show you talk to people and then you unload that and, and you reload everything back into the car yeah It's not, you know, romantic. It's not glamorous. Mm -hmm. It's just like literally every single step of the way they were doing everything. It was crazy. That's wild because I remember when we had like our our season finale for our live show and it's like you perform, quote unquote, and then afterwards you mingle, right? But then you just drove up there after six how many hours, had to have physical work, you know, and then do like that's a lot. And also it's crazy. Like at this time, there was still like COVID cases going up as well. So what was it like navigating that? I think she was really good at setting COVID protocols. Um, And so me as like the social media person, updating that, putting that in stories, putting that on her Instagram, like updating people about that. was I think it was really well managed Uh and then at her show she had like a COVID safety officer whoa yeah so she took it really seriously and I have a lot of respect for her I think as an artist and I you know I feel like I learned a lot uh in terms of she's a real it's like Harry Styles she's a real like it's like a real film no but like (laughs) she's like a real artist's artist like she's like a musician's musician kind of person Mm -hmm. you know and I feel like that that was really refreshing and great and then you know Abe and Tim and her like melding together musically yeah um rehearsing so many hours at our house weeks prior to going out on tour and then just watching them like literally take 40 minutes to set up on each stage Mm. uh and then play and like kill it Mm. uh and then but then it's like kind of a higher level of music where not everyone's gonna fully not every audience is going to understand it like i think sf and seattle it was like wow people were just like so in it and so game um but a couple other specific sound yeah yeah and artistry and how she makes her music totally it's very like eclectic and very it's kind of advanced musically yeah um so it, it, it was really cool so i had a great time but came home and abe and i both like deflated like balloons yeah, I'm sure. like it was like <laughs> like you know just like completely kaput um so it really took i think the covid of it all made it so that the recovery time was maybe like six tenfold what it would have been like three years ago you know what i mean for sure yeah for sure and <sighs> then like right when you came back i was getting ready to leave you were getting to leave yeah, yeah. so literally we did like almost like a football quarterback throwing a dog exchange <laughs> threw Yaya at me and was like, I'm going to Canada. <laughs> no, that's true. I, like, yeah. I literally, I was like, uh, can you take my dog? Yeah. And I'm going to be leaving for 
month. Okay, later, bye. <laughs> but tell me about Toronto. Oh my God, Toronto was so great. Speaking of Harry Styles, okay. Ooh. Um, I Ooh. did go watch Tea? one of his new movies. Um, yeah, uh, my don't manager, worry, darling. No, not don't oh. worry, darling. But I do have to say something about Don't Worry, darling, real quick. Oh. I watched the movie. Okay. It's a good movie. Oh, man. No, I'm kidding. There's so much fucking drama. And I just have to say this because I was caught up in the drama. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I do love celeb gossip. It was addicting. However, it is really unfair yeah. that, you know, because Olivia Wilde is a woman, let's be honest. Yeah. Men have been doing this as directors for many years and it doesn't affect their career. And it's right. legitimately unfair. Like, yeah. it is overall like a good, watchable, fun film. Oh, wow. And, okay. and the performances are great. Florence Pugh, of course, amazing. Olivia Wilde, great. Yeah. Harry Styles, also surprisingly yeah. very good like it, w i went to watch um a screening with a friend and literally like all the girls there were there because of harry and they were all giggling because of the gossip but Jeez. if we were just to see the movie as itself it's fine wow you yeah. know yeah she did not deserve the vitriol i okay. would just say yeah. that's so interesting that's mm -hmm. so and, and how do you feel about the florence pew of it all i mean i feel like florence is free to operate i mean i love florence yeah. i would love to work with her one day yeah she has every right to act as she does yeah. but I just feel like it's unfair that the private life of some people get yeah. to be exploited in such a way to the public where anybody can make their judgments and interpretations of it right you know? right right I feel like the Harry standum really kind of you know contributed to this being kind of really blown out of proportion yes. you know Yes, I was in, I was in, um, so they put me up right next to Tiff. Like, oh. I'm in the thick of it. Like, oh, I'm in, shoot. like, right in the middle. Like, all the roads outside of my hotels were closed down because That's of the uh, Toronto International it, Film right. Festival. Merci yeah, beaucoup. Look at me and my Canadian friends. I French. know. She's just too in it. She's <laughs> too, too in, in it. it. Yeah. And I just remembered, like, the, the night we had Harry Styles and my manager's like, Roxy, I got you, you know, a screening to that movie. And oh, I'm like, shoot. oh, I've never even heard of it. Like, yeah. there was very little publicity. It's called My policeman okay and then um i could hear the hordes of women and girls screaming oh my like goodness it, the, like the volume of yeah. those screams could like transcend five blocks oh boy and then it, it was non-stop screaming oh my god like harry's at you know harry maybe i'm old i don't yeah. know i'm like harry's at he's a charming and charming guy like yeah. for sure yeah but uh, maybe I'm old, you know. You're, yeah, maybe it, we're not part of the standum in that way. <laughs> yeah. I like, yeah, I listen to his new album. I enjoy him. I like him. It's fine. He's charming. He's yeah. charming. Yeah. And then so we watched the movie, and then like, um, you know, Emma Corrin was yeah. in it. She's fucking <gasps> phenomenal. Oh my gosh, I love so her. So good. Like the, all the actors in this were were really freaking okay. good. And then like, here, uh, basically, the movie's about um a 1950s gay relationship. Ooh. And so Harry plays. I forget the name of the other actor. He was phenomenal though. Oh shoot. I'm really beating myself over it but then it takes place um also it's not t about two timelines them in their in the 50s when they were in their 20s and 30s okay and then fast forward to them being in their 70s and 80s oh my gosh who plays them when they're old um rupert everett Ooh. um i forgot the other two actors anyways it's okay a really great ensemble acting Amazing. it won like best ensemble acting at tiff oh my gosh um it was a good movie um again it's really hard for me to love anything i, I mean recently yeah do you feel the same way too like yeah. loving really loving cinema i think so i yeah i mean it's interesting that you were in a room in in that kind of room and yeah. you still felt a little ambivalent because you would i, feel I would nothing. think yeah being at <laughs> tiff like yeah. being in a room with like cinephiles yeah. and industry folks yeah you would think that might kind of i know enact some sort of 
reenact some sort of like cinematic love. But yeah, maybe we're just getting older. We've just seen so many things. And I do Probably. feel like when you're in the midst of like a full director's mode, all you see are like the sutures. I feel like mm -hmm. you just mm -hmm. see all the mm -hmm. like as if you're an open heart surgeon and you're like, I know exactly where the cuts are. I know exactly where the veins and the arteries go. Like, yes. you know, you just see too much. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. Yeah, I do find it harder and harder to find true like escapism mm -hmm. in stuff like even in I feel like my way of like finding some sort of escapism is going back to comfort shows but even now I have a harder time enjoying stuff again I don't know what's going on it almost feels like just like my my inability to focus or my attention span getting shorter it's harder for me to like let loose and like escape into a world well that's because know. there's just too much stuff out there there's like yeah. an oversaturation of content that's so you know true. so it was wild because i was prepping for this tv show and then yeah. on weekends i was like going out to tiff oh my god and there's gosh. like so many people so it's like constantly just like really high energy like all the time wow completely different than the quiet life i've been living this year yeah and then you know, prep for this show was kind of intense, oh, right? Man. So then I barely talked to you, you yeah. know, which is like abnormal. Totally. And then I talked to my partner once a week. I talked to my family once a week. Yeah. Like everything that else. Them out. That freaked them out. My mom yeah. called me for the very first time. You know, usually <laughs> I'm the one calling her. Totally, totally. And it was just, um, but it was completely, it was so awesome. Like, yeah. I got to give a shout out to this crew that I work with. Like, everyone goes so above and beyond and it just makes me feel so accepted even though Ugh. I'm like the weird one you know transported Wait, from LA there. Yes, tell me about the cultural differences. That's what I need to know. Oh my god, there's so many. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. And, okay. and it's like so bizarre because you don't even think about these yeah. things. Like, it's like... Start just... with beanies. <laughs> a beanie uh -huh. is called a toque. What? <laughs> Why? I don't like, know. Like full of a toque. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. It's like literally T U K E or something <gasps> oh like that. Oh my god! Like I was commenting on this guy's like beanie. I was like, oh yeah, that's a really nice beanie you got there. And then my AD was like, oh, here we call that a toque. And I'm like. <laughs> what the fuck like like i'm used to like other changes you know um you know slangs mannerisms or yeah. even just like a few cultural changes that are probably a little bit more obvious but like even something like that i'm like oh wow i really need to get the hang of it you know yeah it's so weird because they speak english we're on yeah. the same continent but yeah. they could not be any more like culturally these, different a lot yeah. of difference in nuance right 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 and so in working on set where did that kind of come into play you know it's interesting it's like how do i even say this like mm -hmm. the energy the energy is different too like okay. i don't i'm i really hope i'm not generalizing yeah but this particular crew that i work with because most of them are the same from last year everyone really is so kind oh. like in la <laughs> I know this because we're jaded, angry people, but yeah, it's like definitely. if you have a location and you tell the grip and electric crew like, hey, be very careful with like this location, you're still going to get damages with us rushing or like yeah. not really caring and like C stands hitting the walls, you yeah. know, but we were in, we were shooting in like this man, like this museum, Whoa. like literally this was the mayor's house in a, in Wait, a small what? town. Yeah. And they shot Handmaid's Tale there. Oh, my God. And it's literally like every single he's lived there for 20 years and every inch of the walls and the floor like every corner was a vintage item oh my gosh and a collectible oh my gosh and it's definitely haunted so it's like really 
precarious and and there's so much stuff it's like elegant hoarding like i can't even begin to describe it oh my god and so you know i'm a chunky girl like it's hard for me to fit through some of these hallways because every like my boobs i could just turn my boobs will right. hit like this this ornate cherub yeah you know from like a, the 1700s exactly yeah. exactly wow. and then so so when the line producer first saw this location he was just like oh my god the insurance policy needs to go up on this because <gasps> all he sees are damages yeah 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 but like the the Jenny crew they're so kind so polite oh. they're like hey guys be careful you know with all this right. stuff and it's just it just made me feel and everyone was trying to like always trying to make me happy right which um I don't know I think maybe it's just the weird. environment yeah, <laughs> yeah. It must have been the environment and yeah. I think I'm really straightforward which um for those of you who know me I was like I think there is a difference in being nice and kind even right. though they sort of overlay yeah I like to think that I'm both but right. it also m- being straightforward isn't a bad thing right you know but uh some have mistook it for yeah disrespect definitely you know? um and that's not even like the filmmaking side that's just like me operating normally in a deli shop you yeah, know yeah <laughs> so- absolutely yeah no for sure yeah. and um did you feel like people were more apologetic did oh, you feel like you know i'm sorry i started apologizing more the moment i got back like i had no i was sorry. saying oh i'm so sorry eh? you know like i just started incorporating these mannerisms and sometimes i'm just like picking up on a really heavy canadian accent right and some somehow i want to start emulating that right and you're like am i being offensive I mean, yeah, it's just I, happening i'm not I, doing it's just it on happening purpose. like yeah. you are the product of your environment yeah. right so then like I two seconds slowly... in texas and i'm like y'all y'all yeah, y'all exactly, and i'm like what? Who, who exactly I? i'm yeah. like oh my god i belong here you know and <laughs> And obviously, I just want to give a shout out to my husband, Jim. Who hey. is, a- <laughs> is this the crafty boy? Yeah, my crafty boy. Hey, like, legit. Jim. I think I scared Jim like crazy. But I have to say shout out to Jim and his shakshuka, his oh, chilaquiles. Thank you. His breakfast, his homemade fucking a blueberry pancakes. I got to say. Sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, look at you. Yeah. You married one. Yeah. My Abe is literally making puta jige for Ugh. us tonight. And that's I how just... I got Roxy to come here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't though. Like there's, I, I, there's something so special about men that can cook. Yeah. There, it, it's, it's just so a fact. hot. It, any human who can cook, very hot. And, oh, for sure. And because we have an attraction towards, you know, I'm, you know, I like men. <laughs> when they cook, it's like nourishing. That's true. Anybody who can cook, but technical. I guess because, like, I would love to see like more men be soft and artistic yeah. in that sense. So it's like, yeah. um, and Jim can cook. Anyway. Oh wow! So Jim, if you want to get married, I'm available. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Email us at hello at twohornygoods.com. Well, thanks for catching us up because we so haunted museum. When does that come out? I have no idea. Okay, but right now we'll I'm in post. Oh, we'll keep everybody. We'll keep everybody abreast. Abreast. Ooh, abreast. But Priska, guess what? What? While we were, um, you know, just recouping or not really recouping, while we've been busy this yeah. summer, we got a little voice note what i know we got a little voice note from shelby shelby and shelby okay so first off Uh shelby reached out to me first through my tarot website oh no way yeah and then um she's she was just asking for a reading and i said uh yeah like i would be happy to so out of curiosity when it's somebody i don't know first i'm doing a reading i like to ask the client how they found me because i'm referral only right um usually for tarot interesting yeah i didn't realize Um, that yeah i I, i'm referral only just because 
because we have so many other things that we do. I know. <laughs> and, and I guess I'm a direct refer. I'm, I know you directly. So I didn't need to know anyone to get me in. So, exactly. Yeah. And then so um, and then she was saying uh, that she found, you know, my tarot readings through two horny ghosts and that she's oh, a big wow. fan of us. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Shelby, what's up, girl? Yeah. So um, we're going to play a little voice note from her. OK. And uh, thank you, Shelby, for tuning in. We love you. OK. And I just started listening to Two Horny Goats uh, just a little over a month ago. I know I'm super late to the game, but I am already now at the beginning of season three uh, because you have both pretty much been a part of my daily life, daily commute, a part of my chores, dishes, laundry, and like all the like. I've literally been hooked since episode one. I was never a podcast listener and on August 5th, a friend of mine sent me a Spotify link to Two Horny Goats. Um, I was going through an incredibly traumatic breakup, and I struggled a lot during my long commutes um, because I would be uh, spinning out in my head alone with my thoughts, um, and like driving, my music didn't really help anymore, no matter what was on the radio. Nothing took my mind off of the overthinking and the anxiety-ridden thoughts that would take over. Um, so pretty much nothing worked until I started listening to your podcast. Uh, so for that, I do want to thank you for being a part of my healing journey uh, and being such a healthy distraction for my mind. Anyways, I decided to send a voice note um, because I recently got to your Maintaining Adult Friendships episode and I felt compelled to reach out, share, and brag about my best friend. So I've known my best friend Jasmine since I was a freshman in high school. We were good friends and hung out all the time but I wouldn't have placed the best friend label on us until we were in our mid to late 20s. I won't get too into detail on the journey of how we got to that point, but I will share a story that I think really encapsulates how I feel about her and what our friendship dynamic is like. Jazz is a Libra, and she's always been super blunt and straightforward. She tells it like it is. She isn't afraid to speak her mind. And I am a struggling single mom. I do share joint custody with my co-parents. At times throughout the last few years, like, I'd be having a conversation with Jazz, and I would need to, like, vent about some of the co-parenting difficulties and challenges that I go through. And in response to that, Jasmine, she'd often encourage me to just, like, revisit custody and would give me advice to steer me towards getting full custody back. So I finally came to a place where I realized I needed to have a conversation with her and set boundaries with her. So I called her one day, and I said, hey... I need to talk about our friendship. Do you have capacity for this conversation right now? And she was like, yes, shoot, just go for it. So I proceeded to express to her, hey, Jazz, like, I know you love me. I know you love your goddaughters. And I 100% recognize that when you do this, it's only because you care. And what I mean by that is that you tend to do this thing where every time I need to vent about my co-parenting difficulties, your solution right away is to get full custody. You'll say things like, hey, maybe it's time to visit that custody arrangement. So 
I understand that there was a point where that was the goal, and you would never suggest something you didn't think I already wanted. But I do need you to now accept and understand that that is no longer the case. I have come to accept and realize that I will no longer have and I no longer want that full custody arrangement that I wanted before. I acknowledge that the girls are in a very good place with both myself and their other parents. This arrangement works for us, and I do see that it's what's best for them. I need you to accept this too, and I need you to embrace it for me. So right now, I just need to set that boundary and ask for the custody comments to stop. Um, I've noticed lately that when I hear them, they do hurt. They do make me feel not enough and that I'm not living up to your expectations of a good mom. I love you, and I do need you to respect my feelings and this boundary. So Jazz, like after hearing me, she really, really heard me. She responded with complete kindness and empathy. She told me that she was so sorry that her comments ever hurt me, that she would absolutely be more mindful in the future. She would fully acknowledge the new dynamic of my parenting arrangement and will respect it and that she trusts that I know that that's what's best for my girls. So this is the thing with anyone else. I would have been so nervous before having this conversation or I probably wouldn't even have have felt safe in having a conversation like this. But with Jasmine, I knew going in that she wouldn't get defensive. She wouldn't self-justify and she would take accountability while also loving me enough to respect that this is what I needed. And that's exactly what she did. She's actually getting married in less than two months. So shout out to that. I've honestly been having a bit of a writer's block and writing my maid of honor speech. So when I came across your friendships episode, I was like truly kind of a catalyst for inspiration in helping me kind of verbalize the jumble of emotions I have from my friendship with Jazz. So thank you both for, like, all that you do. Love you both so much. And um, stay horny. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Shelby, we love you so much. Thank you for sending that voice note. Our hearts are warmed. And thank you for thinking of us, even though we're out on break, 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 break. You know what I'm saying? It made us feel like relevant. Like we're not just like a hologram. And also, Shelby, thank you so much for sharing that story. Like I know Mm. how hard it is with adult friendships. So it really means a lot to have your voice on our podcast. (sighs) It really does. And man, adult friendships. I feel like this past year, you and I, we've we've hit another phase of our friendship. I'm always like, how can we hit a new phase? But this is like you're being a boss I'm doing God knows what. You are being a boss too, bitch. I try. Hold up, Priscilla. I try. Okay. 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 That's what we need. We need okay. to amp up Priscilla because seriously, no, she has no idea how amazing she is. I feel like this is like, you know, you're on like the ninth level right before you hit the 10. And you are so amazing at literally everything. Everybody loves you and knows how incredible you are. And now I just need you to see it, bitch. Yeah. We just need you to see it, bitch. Think, okay, We're going to talk about this you. next season. Yes, we All do. Right? About how we talk to ourselves because I'm very mean to myself and I, I try and I go through seasons where I'm like really good about it and then when I am just relaxed and at neutral I'm so mean to myself you know Mm. but I think in our friendship it's like it's been cool this year like post not like the end of the pandemic but 
kind of like this new phase of the pandemic maybe (laughs) and our lives are back to like being crazy but still finding ways to like be as connected to each other even though we're not talking every day you know and I I love that I I love love that that. we're still in sync you know like we jumped on the phone or on FaceTime while you were in Toronto and we were still like saying things at the same time and like you know what I mean just on the same wavelength and I love that I feel like when we're apart now like there's just always that connection of energy yeah like I just I just I'm thinking of you and then you know that I'm thinking of you like legit you guys like last week I had a dream about Prisca Ah! And I had a dream about Prisca where she rented an apartment in my building 50 floors up because suddenly my building magically had 50 floors. And she got like a bigger apartment with more bedrooms Don't be and a better view yeah. and somehow paying less than me. Well, make that make sense. Yeah. But can you manifest that for me? Because <laughs> I, I would love that. A place in the clouds. I will. And then crazy enough was yeah. when I woke up, she texted me. We're just so in sync. We're on the like spiritual <laughs> parallel. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, there's so many things. Things that I think Roxy and I have been talking about privately and thinking about, mm-hmm. and we are prepping for season four. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to come out starting early next year. Yep. Uh, and um, I think a lot of the things we want to talk about are, like Roxy said, diving deeper in some of the topics that we've talked about. I really want to do um, a little bit on, um, you know, more on adult friendships. I right. feel like that's huge. Mm-hmm. And talking about how the patriarchy doesn't serve any of us and there's a lot of 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 things in our society that don't allow men to be soft and don't allow men to be emotional um don't allow men to be the sole caretaker of their children all of these things um we just want to kind of like get into that and before the end of the year yeah before the end of the year yeah we will also have a few more little episodes surprisingly coming out of nowhere because we're going to keep you on your feet until the end of the year yo you know some solo apps from us you know so you'll be hearing from from us before the end of the year. That's right. Uh, just to, you know, making sure that we are spending quality time together, yeah. which is one of our main love languages. Exactly. Keeping you just a little wet. <laughs> just a little wet. Not too wet, but a little horny. <laughs> just a little horny. Wait, Jessica, Yes. is there also something else that you wanted to share with oh, our peeps? I did want to tell y'all, um, Abe is going to be going out on um, a national tour for Cambodian rock Ooh, band. Abe, baby. Highland. It's finally happening. So uh, and so I will be visiting him in the different cities, but I will be alone for a lot. So if you have any advice, all y'all, on what, you know, what it's like to just live alone or be separated, you know, in distance from a partner or be in a you long distance relationship. Oh, you know, I will. Um, <laughs> yeah. Throw it. Throw me your advice, either in a voice note or an email at hello at twohornygoats.com uh the longest we've been apart i think was three and a half months while he was on tour with that's Run, a Run, long North. time though yeah that's when uh, killian murphy pillow became my boyfriend well um, how did you deal with it during that time i ate a lot of microwavable burritos from trader joe's in the dark <laughs> and would watch peaky blinders i that's literally how i passed my time it was a problem it doesn't sound like a bad time though. i mean it wasn't terrible <laughs> but it was very lonely and then yeah like i just became a weird cave troll you know it was very <laughs> odd um and yeah i'm a i i i do need people in my life i am pretty extroverted So if you have any advice, please throw it my way. I'm going to be sharing about more of that throughout season four because it's going to be my life. Uh, And yeah, so that's super exciting. But that's not what I asked you. What are you you asking? The little little sneak peek thing. The the EP. The EP. Oh, (laughs) it's like I like how I asked Chris about something. She um, naturally she talks Talks about about somebody else. else. (laughs) 
I am working on a new album. <laughs> there it is. She said it. She said it. Yes. It's going to be called Don't Feed Fire to a Dragon. Oh, my God. And uh, that has so much to do with my unsolicited pick. Oh, my God. Not going to lie. But spoiler okay. alert. Um, spoiler yeah. alert. Because it's nothing to do with that, right? No. <laughs> but I, you know, it's, I feel that this, doing this podcast, like, first off, thank you to anyone listening uh, to our beautiful goatees because mm. it has allowed me a form of storytelling that I was not privy to prior and was not, I uh, did not believe I had any reason doing, you know, um, but just being able to tell stories and um, kind of work through some of our issues and, and things that scratch at our minds um, has been so powerful that I think it's really unlocked a lot of things in me oh and a God. lot of these. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Seriously, these, yeah. I feel like podcasting, I know we talk about this a lot, but like legit podcasting has changed me yeah. as a person. Totally. Like, I am able to connect with so many more people yeah. from different walks of life. Right. Like being in Canada this whole month, like it's easier for me to connect with people. Like, wow. and I know that people say, oh, yeah, Roxy, you've always been like good with people. Not really. I think that was masking. Right. Honestly, like when you're a socialized extrovert yeah. and a people please, recovering people pleaser, yeah. you tend to mirror people's behavior. Right. It's from like anxiety and panic sometimes. Correct. Right? But yeah. now that I, because you and I have done this work, as Jaw would say, he would say that, you know, I'm always like, oh, thank you, you know, for like helping me. He goes, no, but you did the work yourself. Like you did the work. Like we have to give credit to ourselves for doing this work. Yeah. And how much it has healed me, mm, you know? Totally. So um, hopefully, you know, and it just really warms our heart to know that, a lot of you are still listening and yeah. um, continuing to contribute to our conversations as well, yes. because this goes hand in hand, baby. This it is does. not just like just giving or just taking. This is, you know, this is very cyclical, fucking whatever, cyclical. <laughs> you know, it's it's a give and take. So yes. we thank you so much. It is no, that's true. I yeah, I think we gain more than we give at, at certain in certain ways. And oh I, yeah, I wouldn't change that equation. I wouldn't ever. change this. And you're yeah. asking like. How can our relationship be even better? It's, mm. It'll just get better yeah. and better. Yeah, totally. You know, because like, you like been know happening. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. And the stronger our bond, I think the more we look forward to doing this podcast, you know, it and does finding... feel weird not doing it for a while. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. We're a little rusty, but we, no, we're not. I mean, we're not, we're, <laughs> we're not rusty. It's like we were worried about we being were, rusty. Yeah. We were worried about being rusty. And now that we're in it, like back in the water, like yeah. it feels so good. It's yeah. like a hot tub yeah. waiting for us, you know? Uh, but Rox, do you hear that coming? Oh my god, it's coming! It's louder and louder! Oh my, oh my god, god, it's getting louder and louder! Ah! Ah! Unsolicited picks <laughs> always catches me a little I need a off guard. <laughs> wow, just uh, hits it and quits it, doesn't it? Oh my gosh, it comes and it just. Woo! Wham bam! No, thank you, ma'am. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, Sorry, um, post-nut clarity is great. Um, okay. I'll feed fire to a dragon. Yes, I'm feed gonna fire share, to a I mean, dragon. I feel oh, like okay. I'm feeding everybody yes. already what my unsolicited pick is, but if y'all are binging House of the Dragon, raise your hand! Because it's definitely me, and surprisingly not Prisca yet, because I know she will love this show. I'm just gonna binge all of it when it's done. And to all my gays out there, hey. Negroni, uh, Spagliato, uh, with Prosecco. Oh, uh, Prosecco. 
those of you who know. Oh my gosh. No. Okay. 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 My TikTok stands. <laughs> I, I love this show though. I think what they're doing with it is so, I mean, I love Game of Thrones. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It, you know, Game of Thrones is a cult classic. Yeah. But I just really appreciate how House of the Dragon is more of a TV show. Like it, Got it. feels like a TV show. Right. Like you are focused on one family. It's mostly in the their castle. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. What, in King's Landing. And you really become more invested in these key players in this one family rather than seven different families from yeah. different parts of the land. Yeah. Where you don't know what's happening till like season three. You're like, exactly. How did they? Oh, OK. And I will definitely, those of you who know, know, but Patty Considine deserves a fucking Emmy for mm. his portrayal as King Viserys. Mm. Um, other than that, if you're not watching it, um, please go watch it. I think there's a lot of um, women directors and writers on this show. Yeah. And you could tell. If you haven't seen Game of Thrones, can you watch this? Yes. Okay. And I also think that um, I think most of for the fandom of yeah. the people who love, um, you know, George R. R. Martin's work, yeah. especially when it comes to Song of Ice and Fire and like the whole Westeros, right. you know, a mythology, they have Easter eggs. Oh, but right. and and then this this triggers, of course, like everything that happens down in Westeros, like later on Got for it. Game of Thrones. But I think it is a standalone as okay. well because these characters are very real. Okay, and you're just following them for what happens. Love you're just that. going for the ride. Oh, you know, love that. Yeah. Okay, that's amazing. Uh, because of Roxy, I'm gonna watch. Yes, um, I mean you yeah. will love it. I, I know you will love it. Okay, I just know maybe you we'll will. do like a whole side episode about how much we love it. Because <laughs> maybe I'm I think there's already so enough. Behind. There's so many podcasts about it already but i think you know that's obviously the thing i'm obsessing about recently because i've had time to right. watch actually two horny ghosts is pivoting to just a house of dreams no <laughs> no 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 watch podcast no. No. No, like, i need to get off tiktok okay no so no no for sure tell Love me that. about you bb okay so my one pick for today because we're just doing a little 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 mini pick you know amuse-bouche. Uh, amuse-bouche, yeah. yeah so you're left wanting us more you know what i mean when mm. we come back next year you're gonna be like uh, <laughs> salivating for us um hopefully <laughs> just kidding um, but my pick, so my best friend, Sonia Bao, Sonia! love her, love her. Um, first of all, she just got married. So congratulations, Congrats, to Sonia. Sonia. Yeah, she got married in Hawaii. It was a beautiful ceremony. I wasn't there, but I have the video on the live stream because it's still COVID times. Love um, that goddess. Yes, cried and, and everything. It was beautiful. But she bought me a master class. This is how big of a procrastinator I am. So if you go tease our procrastinators as well, uh, same. She bought it for my birthday last year in December. And I just <laughs> literally like October. Hey, I just got to say something, babe. Yeah. You are already being mean to yourself. Okay, Um, fair, but it's like funny. (laughs) Being mean to yourself is not funny. Okay, okay. But I did wait 10 months to sign up for it. But I'm saying if you're out there and you do that, it's fine. Because now I have a whole year. I deferred my enjoyment of it, you know? So it was a good thing. Yeah, when you're ready thing. for it. Yeah, and I'm ready for it. Yeah. So I have been going through Nikki Nakayama's um, of Ennaka, that um, oh. wonderful chef, oh, and yes. her partner Carol. Uh, they put together th- this master class on kaiseki um, cooking. What's that? Uh, it's like a Japanese course kaiseki meal. cooking. Yeah, or it's like a kaiseki style cooking. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh, it's like uh-huh. a set menu, uh-huh. and each course it, it's like the each course um, is traditionally the same, but the ingredients are going to be different depending on the seasons and the products <gasps> and the ingredients and and kind of like the artistry of the chef. You have know, have you been to Ennaka? No, I don't have. We should. 
we when should we save have up. money yeah, we, we should will definitely that's on my bucket list oh that no sting okay great okay great and especially after watching this master class course i i 100 want to do it so if any of you want to contribute to me and priska's and not <laughs> <laughs> shameless i know shamelessly <laughs> well, our um, birthdays are coming up bitch that's true that's yeah, true capricorn yeah, season you... is coming up so um um, yes. I feel sweaty <laughs> asking people for no but if you do then great um, you can go to our website com. you can hit donate um, but this I, I made you know kind of, she walks through um, the philosophy behind the, the kaiseki style cooking and then uh, the like the way to make a dashi it's very like basics at first mm-hmm. um, and then she goes through like you know there's a steamed course there's a rice and pickles course there's a so it's like the steamed course is called the mushimoto um, you know, she kind of shares the building blocks of it. And I made this one. Uh, I used salmon. She used rockfish. I made the salmon steamed fish with um, dashi mashed potatoes <gasps> and a kind of like a, a salty, uh, viscous um, dashi based sauce. Is that on what top. you made for lunch today? Yeah, that's oh, what fun. I made for I'm lunch. Eat it. I, I was like, I ate lunch before I got here. I was like, <laughs> no. you know, Prisca was trying to like brush it off. Like, yeah, it's just like, like a whatever. salmon dish. I'm like, yeah. But it was so simple and so delightful, but so precise. And the the philosophy behind it was so uh, beautiful and and intricate. Mm. All, even though the actual steps were very simple, which mm. is I feel like is like Japanese philosophy in a yes. lot of ways. I blew myself away. <laughs> I blew myself. Um, <laughs> I like. Yeah, I surprised myself by how That's good beautiful. this was, by learning all the techniques from Nikki, by following everything step by step, by understanding not just the what, but the why you're doing things. It changed the way I looked at, you know, at, at fish. Um, I was very intimidated about cooking fish. So this kind of like alleviated a lot of that. I think it's a great masterclass course. I've also been taking one on cocktail making. And I just, I love the nuances. I love being able to take something that's like Roxy, Roxy and I were saying, we're both getting into cocktail making yeah. and it's so simple. Like so many drinks are like two or three ingredients, yeah. right? right? Like if you get up to a higher level and you're, um, you're infusing things or you're fat washing things. Yeah. Okay. That gets kind of crazy and, and unwieldy. I'm still at the basics. Yeah. Yeah. But like so many drinks are like two parts of like one kind of spirit and then like one part something else and once you know the ratios you can plug and play once you know the flavor profiles you can plug and play and it's beautiful to learn all these nuances but then also be able to understand like why they mix or shake the ice uh how to avoid too much dilution what's the right amount of dilution and then also figuring out what your tastes are for each thing so i love how like i don't know i just really love how we continue to be students of life yeah like and how storytelling is present in everything. It's true. You know, and I I hope, you know, that's actually really quite inspiring. How much is Masterclass? Is it like a subscription? I I, yeah, it's a subscription. I, I think, I don't know. I was gifted an annual thing. Okay. But I don't think it's like crazy, I don't crazy think it's crazy expensive. expensive. Yeah, yeah I, and that, that actually piques my interest too. Yeah. And I can't wait to try your salmon dish, yes, bitch. Yes, yes. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it. I'm so, going to eat it. I'm going to, I'm always going to cook for you, girl. I love you. Uh, and we promised Abe we would stick it to 40 minutes. And guess what? We are at 3646. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us keeping our word. <laughs> well, um, that being said, y'all, you know, we miss you so much. So much. We miss each other so much. Yeah. And you'll get a little bit more Amu's bushes down yes, the line before yes. the end of the year. 100%. Yeah. But until then, have, until, have a horny Halloween and a <laughs> and horny. Cornucopia. 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 <laughs>
Thanksgiving. <laughs> and remember, y'all, stay, stay horny. Love you guys. Bye. is hosted by Roxy and Prisca. Music by Abraham Kim. Incidental music provided by Dan, a.k.a. Dan. Artwork by Connie Yen. Please visit us at twohornygoats.com. Have thoughts or questions for us? Email us at hello at twohornygoats.com.
Okay, okay bye. bye. <laughs>